Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of the Chocolate Puma Podcast. It is I, your boy, the Chocolate Puma, back after a week off. Man, what has happened in the week off? Well, before I dive into all that, let me do some show notes here. You can email the show at thepumapod at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at btomp, B-T-H-O-M-P-20. I have not been kicked off yet, but as of this recording, I did start making jokes about Sean King again, so I will probably be uh, promoting another Twitter account within the next week or so. His fans are quite sensitive. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much all I got in terms of show notes. Hey, if you got a pair of Space Jam 11s that you would like to send your boy, again, just shoot me an email. It doesn't even have to be the Space Jam 11 Jordans. They could just be the regular black and white uh, patent leather Jordans. That's all good too, baby. Okay, anyway, I'm going to dive right in. Y'all be easy. Okay, so last week, the Utah Jazz had a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad week. Uh, So they were the number one seed. um, And, well, let me give a little bit of history as to why I give the Utah Jazz so much hell. Uh, They are notoriously uh, one of the more racist fan bases in the NBA. Um, In recent years, fans have... Uh, heckled Ja Morant's parents to the point of Ja Morant saying he'd never bring his family back to the state of Utah. And of course, the most uh, notable one is um, Russell Westbrook, when he was with the Thunder, uh, got into it with a husband and wife team of racists where he told, (laughs) Russ told the wife and the husband, I will fuck you up, (laughs) which should have caused enough fear to, uh, you know, get them to act right. But, of course, they don't. So they got an unlikable fan base. They got an unlikable team, really. Um, Going into this season, I really didn't have a problem with Donovan Mitchell. Kind of liked him. Uh, But since he came back from injury, or maybe it's just since I've seen him on TV more during the playoffs, I found him to be wildly unlikable. Like, he's getting all, he's playing, you know, what do they call insurance fraud ball, where he's, like, hunting for fouls, I get it, no big deal. But it's, like, the sneering and, like, the posing after getting a cheap foul on a guy that's, like, smaller than you. It just, it's just annoying. Like, it, yeah, it's a part of the game, but again, it's annoying. Uh, then you got Rudy Gobert, who cries when he doesn't make the all-star team, um, three-time defensive player of the year. He's a very good player, but he's just wildly unlikable. Like last year, during the beginning of the COVID outbreak, he was the first player to test positive. Uh, And, you know, days before, he's not taking these restrictions seriously. He's rubbing his hands all over mics and, you know, just being a dick. So this year, they were the number one seed in the Western Conference, and it seemed like, you know, this was going to be the team. This was their year, especially with the Lakers, you know, decimated by injuries. And they lost. They lost to an L.A. Clipper team without Kawhi Leonard. 
And it's just fucking hilarious to me. And I don't know, again, the history of the jazz is probably where I'm getting most of the joy from their failure. Um, of course, for years, they had noted asshole and deadbeat dad Carl Malone. Uh, that This is really just a, a fuck Carl Malone session. Uh, but I'm going to get into something else later here that I got to add to that team there. That ugh. Anyway, yeah, so they won the first two games of the series. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Kawhi Leonard goes, at, goes down. Looks like he's got a torn ACL, you know, possibly. So it's like, well, the Clippers are dependent on playoff P and backup guard Terrence Mann. Terrence Mann, uh, Florida State, I believe he was a second-round pick a couple of years ago. Solid player. In Game 7, on the road, Terrence, no, 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 Game 6, excuse me. Yeah, this one only went six games. Uh, Terrence Mann saw the three-time reigning defending uh, defensive player of the year. And my man's goes off for 39 points. He whooped the Jazz's monkey ass. And the Jazz are at home and all is right with the world. I don't care who wins the NBA title this year. I truly don't. I like everybody involved pretty much. I just didn't want the Jazz to do it. And now I can rest easy. But resting easy is something that John Stockton isn't doing. See that? You see that? That's a nice, That's what they call a nice little segue there. John Stockton, Hall of Fame point guard for the uh, for the Jazz. Whoo, boy, he um, he's in a documentary, and in said documentary, uh, Johnny Boy he likes to brag about what he knows about COVID nineteen. Um, I'm gonna play a little bit of it here. This isn't a, a virus cheating us of this opportunities. It's the guys making decisions saying, no, no, we're too scared. We're gonna shut everything down, sit in your house and be careful. My kids and my grandkids hearing these things and accepting them as truth. And when I know by my significant amount of research that it isn't, and it's very frustrating. Yeah, so John Stockton's out there. He's doing his own research, okay? He's down in his basement in Spokane, Washington. He's He's got the beakers. He's got the lab coat, got his goggles on to make sure. Got to be safe. Got to be safe. And Johnny Boy is running tests. He's running trials because he knows more about the COVID-19 uh, virus than, than doctors. That's right. I know a couple of doctors. They're all like, you know, this shit is real. Get your vaccine. Wear your mask. Be responsible. And John Stockton's like, no, 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 guys. I played basketball at in, at BYU. I, trust me, I think I got a handle on this a little bit better than you. It's absolutely ridiculous. And this is a, one reason why I'm glad that the Jazz are a failure of a franchise. They are a nothing franchise. And this just proves it. So yeah, fuck John Stockton. Fuck Carl Malone. Fuck the Utah Jazz. Yeah, now listen, that's called motherfucking bars, nigga. Fucking you know nothing about that. Another team out there that is pretty unserious right now, the Philadelphia 76ers. They lost in seven to the Atlanta Hawks. 
The Atlanta Hawks. Are you serious? The number one seed done by the five seed on the road who has no playoff experience. And they got rolled in spectacular fashion in that game seven. And probably the most stunning part of that was the performance of Ben Simmons, the former number one overall pick. My God, I don't know what's going on with this guy. He was absolutely shook, terrified. Kobe Bryant said uh, three years ago, he's got to get a jump shot. It sounds stupid and all, but I'm dead ass serious because if not, he will regret it when his career is over. Well, guess what, buddy? He's about to regret it right now and his career is not over. He had the ball wide open. He's six foot ten. Trey Young, six foot three. You go up and you dunk the ball. Nope. He passed the ball away. He's wide open under the rim. Pass it away. For years, he's been one of the best passers, one of the most versatile defenders. He's been the three all uh, three all-star games and all NBA team, won the rookie of the year. He refuses to shoot threes. Fine, if you're not a three-point shooter, I get it. You have to shoot twos. You gotta at least get better in your free throws. He is, this year, he was a 60% foul shooter in the regular season. In the postseason, 34%. 34%. And the big thing, uh, they went to the Hack-A-Simmons uh, plan, basically. He didn't hit shit. It worked perfectly. And it got to the point where as soon as they got the ball in his hands, he was passing that ball away so, so fast. So basically, it negated any of his playmaking ability because he just was scared to touch the ball. It was, it was just like, I, all, I like, I'm still struggling to find the words because I've never in my entire life of watching basketball seen anything like this before. Where a guy who is as talented as he is just absolute refuses to learn how to shoot a free throw, how to shoot a jumper, or even attempt. It's not that he won't learn how to, it's just that he won't. We see the videos he releases every year of him working on his game, and, you know, that's all great and good, but what's the point if you're not going to do it in the game? And, you know, at the end of the series, you know, they're asking Doc Rivers, you know, what he thinks if he thinks Simmons can be a championship-level point guard. And, you know, you got Doc just sitting up there, but, uh, I don't know. And, you know, Doc Rivers has his issues as no coach has lost more <clears throat> series-clinching games uh, than Doc Rivers. I believe he, in games that his teams can win, Doc Rivers has 29 losses as a head coach. But if Ben Simmons can give them anything in the fourth quarter, he shot, I believe he only had eight points in the entire series in the fourth quarter. And in the last two games, he was basically just a body on the court. Like he didn't attempt anything. 
So I don't know what's going to happen. The process appears to be uh, the whole process, not Joel Embiid. Uh, it appears to be done, man. They got to do something. Because uh, I don't know if Joel Embiid or any of those guys that were out there playing can trust this guy. Like, it it sucks. I've, I've been a big fan of his. I've defended him, but I can't defend this shit. So... Get your shit together, Ben Simmons. Finally, um, one of the long-standing, um, I guess you can call it themes of this, this podcast has been Fuck the NCAA. Uh, they are one of the most corrupt, awful organizations in all the sports. They punish kids for, uh, let's see, there was a, a guy who, his mother had cancer, and they sent, the school sent flowers to the kid's mom. And the NCAA said that that was improper benefits that he was receiving. Well, I'm pretty sure he'd rather his mom not have cancer. But I digress. Uh, there was a kid at, I believe it was University of Oklahoma, who he got an extra plate at a spaghetti fundraiser. And they call that improper benefits. Meanwhile, coaches can do whatever the hell they want. No reprisal from anybody. But this week, the Supreme Court, the heavily conservative Supreme Court, this is how bad the NCAA is. They had me out here agreeing with Brett Kavanaugh, the frat bro who basically bullied his way onto the, uh, NCAA, uh, onto the uh, Supreme Court. Excuse me. He said the NCAA is not above the law. The NCAA couches its argument for not paying student-athletes in innocuous labels, but the labels cannot disguise the reality. The NCAA's business model would be flatly illegal in almost any other industry in America. Holy fuckballs! Like, you know how corrupt and insane you are, and I'm going to repeat this, that you have me agreeing with Brett Kavanaugh. That's absolutely insane. Politicians in uh, 19 states have passed laws <clears throat> excuse me, that will rebuke the organization's rule and allow athletes to start making monies from endorsements, etc. But the NCAA needs to pay what they owe. They have billion-dollar TV contracts. They have billion dollars in licensing and merchandising. Yet the kids who go out there play the games, they get nothing. And I don't want to hear shit about, oh, they'll just go out and blow the money. I don't, I don't care if they blow them. I don't care what they do with the money. It's money that they've earned because they're the ones going out there risking injury. They're the ones going out there risking, you know, CTE. I went to a Division three school. Not a, not even a powerhouse Division three school, might I add. I know a couple of people who've gotten injuries from their playing days, and they had to pay out of pocket 
you know, like for their own, for their care. And it's absolutely, it's a crime. It is a crime. The NCAA should at the very least, I feel like they wouldn't even be in this position if they just offered to give the kids like insurance or offered to pay for any long-term, <clears throat> any long-term injuries that they, you know, receive while playing football or basketball or baseball or gymnastics or whatever the sport may be. They could take a portion of just one TV contract and this would all be gone. But no, they had to put their feet, their, you know, had to draw a line in the sand. They had to be tough guys. They had to, this is, this is about amateurism. This We're protecting the game and blah, 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 blah. And fuck that. College athletics has, has not been an amateur endeavor for quite a while, okay? The minute you start introducing TV deals, the minute you start introducing uh, endorsements for coaches and all, it's not amateur anymore. You are making a lot of money. And a lot of these, a lot of these sports programs, they're funding other portions of the school. I can't remember what college it was. I want to say it was the University of Oregon, uh, where they basically profits from, you know, football uh, merchandise paid for, like, a chemistry lab or something. Well, if you're a chemistry, if you're there on a chemistry scholarship, you can get a stipend if you're, like, a teacher's assistant or something. That doesn't exist for athletes. It doesn't. And it's, it's a damn shame. I'm not saying that athletes are more important than just, you know, your regular academic scholarship students. However, they are providing more of a, uh, a financial, like, benefit to the school than the chemistry student. That's just how it is. So it would stand the reason that their hard work should get recognized. So, yeah, I do think that athletes should be able to, you know, capitalize off their image but they should also be getting paid by the NCAA because you got to pay what you owe, period. All right. I think I've yammered on long enough. Um, so join me next week. Um, maybe I'll have a guess. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Uh, this has been the Chocolate Puma Podcast. I want you all to take care of yourselves. Take care of your mentals. I'll catch you next week. Peace.